All right, welcome back to a Adventures 3 Friday podcast. This one might come out a little later than I expected, but today's uh, an interesting day to say the least. This is not the interior of our new RV because we did not have my great, 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 great grandmother decorated. As you can tell, we're in a very flowery setting. Yeah, so we are also not in a tent yet. We are hotel camping for the night. <laughs> so we decided to come down to the Pacific, back to the Pacific Highway, and we are in Monterey Pacific Grove area. Technically not. Um, <laughs> we So when we decided to sell the RV, um, we went ahead and spent some time with some family, and then we went to, um, but we knew that we needed to get back to the Pacific Coast Highway um, to conclude season three. I mean, we're halfway through California. So what we did was we made a quick U-turn um, from from where we were at in Amateur County, Cal Amateur County, California, and we headed back to the San Francisco Bay Area, and we went down the Pacific Coast Highway, down Highway 1, and sure enough, we ended up in Carmel, California, which is just right south of Pebble Beach, which is just an absolutely beautiful area, and I'm a bit thankful that we don't have the RV because it would be an absolute nightmare. There would be no way to get your RV down here, specifically the RV that we did have. It was rather tall and the buildings here are just rather short. So we did not set up a tent. Um, Monterey, Carmel, California are, are also known for some of the better tent sites. Um, unfortunately, they're illegal. Um, California has a huge problem with some homeless. Um, we did not want to partake in some of that illegal activity, so we decided, what the heck, why not Why not spend some money and uh, treat ourselves to this beautiful, you know, decorations in, in Carmel and this flowery pattern, um, but I'm excited to be here. It was, uh, yesterday's vlog was, was really cool, really unique. We've had some great weather. Um, Carmel and Monterey and Pebble Beach are just absolutely gorgeous right now. I don't know if you caught some of our earlier vlogs these last couple weeks. Um, if you haven't, go check them out. There was a just horrendous storm that hit the West Coast and anywhere from 20 to 30 foot waves, 40 to 16 mile, 60 mile an hour winds. It caused mudslides and all kinds of nonsense. And it's kind of the calm after the storm. So it was absolutely beautiful yesterday. It's gonna be beautiful today. Nice and sunny, 65 degrees. And it's almost shorts weather, which were excited about as we make our way down south so excited i think i think yesterday was probably one of the best weather days i've seen in this area down here and it was kind of a different trip because we're not down here for golf for the first time and i think for like ever <laughs> it's so monterey's got a special place in my heart i've won a couple golf tournaments here um not at pebble beach but um, I've, I've, we've vacationed uh, down here all the time, so we're very familiar with the area. We haven't spent a ton of time in Carmel, California. The only time I've spent any time here was on the uh, Ninth Green uh, at Pebble Beach, which was an absolute just treat to be able to play that golf course. But this time it's been, you know, family oriented and the ability to, um, you know, just be able to enjoy the sights. And, you know, the sights aren't necessarily golf courses. now. We were driving down 17 mile drive yesterday and I'm just naming off all the golf courses and all the different holes and all the places that I still want to play golf. And uh, so it was still a bit challenging, but we, um, 
we've definitely enjoyed this area, especially what it's had to offer with just the sightseeing and, and the sure beauty of it. We took some really incredible drone footage yesterday of Pacific Grove. Um, it's been it's been pretty magical. But um, Caitlin, where are we headed? Where are we headed now as we continue our journey south on the Pacific Coast Highway? So we have to kind of deter our route just a little bit because of the mudslides that we from the big storms. Um, so we are going to have to skip like the Big Sur area on um, the coast. But after that, we're gonna head down, uh, go around that, go all the way down Highway One, right? So no, we're so <laughs> unfortunately. So where uh, the Monterey Peninsula is, uh, if we were gonna continue down Highway One, down that Pacific Coast Highway, we would hit Big Sur. Well, unfortunately, Big Sur um, part of that location has been taken out. The road has just been taken out by a ginormous mudslide. And this mudslide looks like it's going to take anywhere from three or four months to get cleared. And it's a large section of the road. And so we're going to, we're going to make a little detour. We're going to hit 101 uh, for a couple miles and then we're going to hit 101 and go right around Big Sur, which is unfortunate because we've never been there. But then we'll hit towns like Atascadero. We'll drive through Morro Beach or Morro Bay. And then also we'll hit San Luis Obispo and then eventually maybe making it to our destination today, our final destination of Pismo Beach, which I'm very excited about because we're going to be able to do some, not RV camping, but we're going to do some tent camping and which is going to be challenging because as we started the Adventures 3 YouTube channel, we actually started out kind of hotel camping and then we got into some regular camping and we were so envious of everyone that had an RV and we're going back. We're going back to the, uh, you know, the six person tent, which back to our roots. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're reverting back to our, you know, I think it's going to be kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of exciting. Chase absolutely loves camping in the tent because it's, he's always outside and he gets, you know, kind of run free. Um, but it's going to be kind of a challenge for us going back without all the amenities, but kind of exciting, I think, just to kind of see what we absolutely need and like, just, we're able to do a lot more stuff with like, in the, so we, we have the truck. So we're actually going to do less stuff, okay? We're actually going to be doing way less stuff. We don't have to worry about leveling a trailer. We don't have to worry about backing up. But we are going to have to do some more stuff in the sense of, you know, provisioning in the sense of like preparing for weather um, because we're not in the comfort of a beautiful RV that, you know, doesn't leak, even though ours did. Um, it's, uh, yeah, we're, we're, there's going to be some changes there, which is going to be, which is going to be fun. It's going to be great to vlog. Um, our, our setup list is going to be a little bit different this time around. <laughs> it's going to be a little bit more extensive. We're not going to have the freedom to just pull into a harvest host and and call it a night. It's, uh, it's in, in order to do that, we're gonna have to, you know, set up a beautiful tent and hopefully, uh, hopefully weather some storms. Hopefully the weather's good here in the next week or so. Yeah. If the weather holds out, we'll be happy. So what, what was your favorite memory of the RV? Well, my least favorite memory was uh, just the just the sheer headaches, um, <laughs> the lack of preparation that we had. Um, we we didn't really know what we were getting into, and I think uh, those negative experiences 
at the time that they were happening were not that big of a deal uh, looking back on it and as we've gained more experience. Um, but my favorite memory in the RV probably was mixing up the black and gray tank um, oh and gosh. getting that on camera. Oh, that was your favorite. That was something that I honestly never thought would happen to me because I'm just so meticulous about like labels and pulling the right levers and I've always been very careful. So mm -hmm. that's that's a memory that is that makes me smile every okay. time. Um, probably a happier memory is just um, Chase and I learning how to kind of interact with each other and backing the thing up and hooking it up and getting it ready. So that's probably my happiest memory, um, you know, with my family. But honestly, the, the best memory is just pulling the gray tank lever and, and literally human feces that were my own getting dumped on the ground and me being totally confused about it. <laughs> I think at one point when that happened, you literally blamed someone, either me or somebody else, for uh, doing their business in the shower. <laughs> oh yeah, at one point in time I thought someone shit in the shower, which is never, you don't want to poop in the shower of any, of anywhere, let alone, yeah. So it was, yeah, there was definitely a lot of good memories. What was your favorite memory? So I think that rolling with that kind of theme, my favorite memory was waking up in the middle of the night thinking that either our trailer fell off the blocks or tipped over because our slide broke and we had no idea what it was. And just that memory right there, it was one of the most stressful times for us because it was like literally our first trip, the same trip, um, black gray water incident, but it was, very trialing and I think that we did a lot of work to make it happen and it was a good memory in a sense that we actually did figure it out and we were able to get through that um and then I think some like the happier memories I I have enjoyed this year we've spent um all of our birthdays in the RV this year like celebrating the holidays and it's just like it's creating new memories for me that is a little bit different from the whole sticks and bricks or it's just creating those new memories has been really cool for me so what was what was the thing that you're not going to miss about rv camping <laughs> oh man what am i not gonna miss um i'm not gonna miss for the time being the um planning the routes, because we all know how good I am with maps anyways, but planning our trips and our day trips around the RV because it's so much harder to travel with it. Um, you Like paying attention to the roads, the parking lots, making sure that there is a parking lot large enough to turn around even if the parking lot is full. Um, I think that was one of the hardest things for me, so I think I'm not going to miss that. It's, uh, yeah, tent camping is uh, a little simpler. It's, uh, and just driving the truck without the RV is so much easier, even though we've, we've added a, uh, we added like this storage, like rack thing on the back of our hitch, which we've already, we've already scraped twice off the, uh, off the concrete, which was, you know, kind of expected. Almost more than twice, but yeah. yeah. It's much lower than the RV, um, but, Overall, um, 
I'm I'm excited about the the RV had some some challenges, but I mean, in all honesty, like we we took away so many headaches for the new owner of the RV. I'm very excited for them to enjoy it without the surprises that we had. Yes, um, I think we did a very good job at like walking the new owners through and explaining every single little detail. Plus they have our videos to look back on, so there's no surprises. <laughs> so when the first owners um, took over the RV and they're like, hey, like we don't want any surprises. And I was just like, listen, like we documented the entire journey on our YouTube channel. So if you need questions about how to fix the water pump or how to recalk the shower or you know, repair the slide or city water. stress out about, you know, the city water connect and that leaking, you know, it's all documented. Um, so we were very upfront, but Caitlin, I wanted to ask you what, what is the one thing that you're not looking forward to tent camping? The main thing I'm not looking forward to is probably, um, You'd think it'd be the, like the bed situation, but it's not even that. I think for me, it is more of the um, tent camping with the dog. Because um, Diesel hears every little thing. Uh, so, and then there's not really a spot for him just to kind of like... It, it's a lot smaller, so we don't have our own little spaces. It's just kind of we're all just breathing on top of each other. Um, so I think tent camping with the dog would probably be my... Thing I'm not looking forward to the most. How about you? Um, yeah, the dog is definitely a, a big kicker, but probably for me, this sounds weird, but getting up in the RV is so much easier. So like starting the day, when it's freezing outside and you're in the RV, like the RV's warm and it's cozy and you can get up and you can go to the bathroom. In a tent, you gotta get dressed, you gotta get your shoes on, You in order to go to the bathroom, it's just a whole process. So that's probably the one thing I'm not looking forward to is the, the, the challenge of just getting out of bed to start the day is just that much more difficult. Um, but I think it's gonna give us the ability to go a little bit faster and we're gonna be able to see some things that we probably wouldn't have been able to see, specifically like yesterday. We were able to drive down 17 mile drive, you know, with no issue, um, well, no major issues um, because we're not towing the RV. Um, and I think we'll be able to have some of those adventures without having to unhook and make sure the RV is secure. So I think this next journey down the Pacific Coast Highway might be a little bit more, it might be not as comfortable, but it's going to be, we're going to be able to be able to do it a little bit faster and we're going to be able to see a lot more. Yeah. So what are you looking forward to the most in a new RV? <laughs> um, Loaded question. Things are gonna break and I'm gonna, I'm looking forward probably to the most is just going through those journeys and not having any surprises because the surprise is gonna be new to us and new to the audience and once we once we find the remedy for that, it's going to be fixed and we're going to have spare parts and we're going to have the redundancy that you need to, you know, travel full time in an RV. Um, and I'm also looking forward to just, I like buying new stuff. 
Um, I, I because I like working on the stuff. I like customizing it. I like making it to mm -hmm. our own specific, you know, specifications when it comes to like storage and where I'm going to edit the videos and where Starlink is going to go and you know how are we going to plug in the new solar and how do we plug in the solar generator? Is it going to power the darn thing? There's all these many firsts um, that in life I think we don't get a very good opportunity at. You know when you're when you're a brand new kid seeing the world for the first time. Everything's new. The experience is new. So I'm looking forward to making new memories, good and bad, in the new RV. How about you? Yeah, I think that all that's super exciting. Like, I think one of the main things that I'm looking forward to is because we did decide we don't want to slide. Um, so I think that one of the main things that I'm excited for is the, the ease of setup in that sense because we're going to like even our like single night stays um it won't take long to get set up so we'll be able to get places and go do an adventure that same day instead of spending an hour or something trying to get everything set up on the the RV because the slide really did like kind of you have to take everything down interior wise, take everything down exterior. Like it just took a long time to get everything set up. And then with it, without a slide, I just feel like we'll just kind of get in there and go. No, there's definitely RVs out there that have the ability to, you know, level real fast and you can pop the yes. slide out and there's electric and it's, there's a motor to everything. And we were, you know, we went with the redundancy of, uh, you know, physical, uh, you know, power. And what that meant was, in order to get the slide out, we had to make sure the, the RV was level. We had to make sure all the jack stands were down to essentially ensure that the thing wasn't gonna tip over because that rear slide was so heavy. Um, I'm excited to be able to pull into a spot, go into the RV, and just like be able to relax and be able to sleep. To if, live. If worst case scenario, it's not level or it's snowing out or if it's hailing or if there's a you know hurricane force winds we can just hop in find some safety yep. and not have to worry about leveling the darn thing and, and getting the slide out to be able to live or work or you know to kind of experience life and I think right now as we are traveling um, we are traveling a little faster than we probably will um, and I think eventually we're gonna be like Darn, we really wish we had a slide because we're <laughs> going to be staying in places a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think it's for us, we're, you know, we like to see new things quite often and that might change. But um, yeah, I'm very excited not to ever have a slide. And it's funny because as we, you know, talk to, you know, people in our community, the Adventures 3, there are others that are traveling full time. They're like, yeah, we're already looking at RVs with no slides. You know, <laughs> we, you've brought up some good points and we've had similar issues or we've had similar problems and it's uh, just an extra moving part. Yeah. And it, I totally understand if you're going to be in a fixed location for, you know, two to four to six, eight weeks. Yes. You probably do want some slides. You want you that probably, living space. Yeah, you probably, and they're a lot more luxurious. Uh, you know, when you pop out three or four slides, it makes the darn thing, instead of, you know, 250 square feet, all of a sudden it's 500 square yeah. feet, and it's a little flat that, you know, it's a little apartment that you can kind of, you know, cozy up to and watch TV and, you know, relax on your, you know, sectional sofa. Yeah. 
the new RV is not going to have a sectional sofa. I guarantee it. It's not going to have, you know, some fancy, you know, if you want to lay down, you're probably going to have to lay down on the ground or on one of the beds. Not the and ground. that's just the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, so, what are, you talk about all this gear. <laughs> yes. What are the, some of the gear items that you either plan on buying or that you couldn't live without? In the new <laughs> RV? Uh-huh. Well, we've bought so much so far. We we yeah. have like we have rear we have weird redundancies that are probably not necessary, um, but I I felt like necessary. Um, for example, like we have two generators. <laughs> um, we have two. We, we actually have three ways to like charge electronics or to hook up Starlink. Um, <clears throat> we you know we have we have a, we have a lot of gear um, that I would like to you know keep with us um but the new gear that i'm looking at specifically um probably t two or three things the first <laughs> thing that comes to mind is just solar panels um and making the decision mm -hmm. i haven't really made the decision if we're going to mount solar panels on the roof of the rv or if we're going to get some type of portable solar panels um that's something that i'm not real sure about um if we decide to buy a new RV and then we also decide to buy a boat to live on for six months out of the year, I might go more portable, portable solar panels <laughs> or I might just fix them to the roof. I haven't decided yet. So I'm excited about exploring solar panels and being able to charge the uh, solar generator uh, with the sun, which mm -hmm. which sounds like fun. Because we're chasing then, the sun. <laughs> yeah, we're currently chasing the sun this year. Um, 2024 is about chasing good weather. Um, last 2023 was chasing horrible weather. Um, specifically in the United States for some reason, that's what we decided to do. Um, but the second piece of equipment that I'm, I'm excited about is some way to mount the Starlink in a place where I don't have to worry about it. Like setting up Starlink for whatever reason, mm -hmm. I was so terrified of A, it getting stolen, B, it, the cord getting ripped out of it, and C, like me forgetting it somewhere. <laughs> Cause it's expensive. It's like a $700 piece of equipment. And if you lose the satellite, like, you no longer have internet. Yeah. And if it walks away, you, it's, you're, you're kind of, you know, we're kind of out of luck. But equipment-wise, what are you excited about for the new RV? I'm not really sure yet because I think, like, the interior-wise obviously just kind of depends on the functionality and of what, like, stuff is already in there because we have a lot of stuff that we already need. Um, so I haven't really made a list yet. Well, it, so when we were cleaning out the old RV, the one that we sold, Caitlin had to get rid of all of her <laughs> like storage cubes, which I didn't realize we had about 400 of them. It was like a giant stack that we gave away. It's the only way to stay somewhat organized in an RV, I swear. Which almost pushed me to a point yesterday where I go, we're going to go full Jack Reacher and we're only going to own one set of clothes. And when we need new clothes, we're just going to go to Goodwill or a thrift store and buy new ones. Um, because I was so frustrated with the amount of storage cubes to stay organized. <laughs> like we, we literally, we probably had 30 storage cubes. Oh, at least, RV. at least. Cause I threw a lot away that you didn't even see. That's yeah. true. So, so. I'm very excited about the new RV. I'm excited about the rest of the journey down the California coast. Um, specifically, it's going to be, it's supposed to be really good weather, 
which I'm excited about. I'm excited about capturing that um, on the uh, on the weekly vlogs. Um, but I'm also excited about getting back to Georgia because we do we have officially made a deposit on a new RV, which we've never seen, we've never been in, but we've secured one. We've secured one so that if the RV world goes absolutely nuts and they sell out RVs, which I don't expect, but we're not gonna have to build one, which is, which I'm, yeah, yeah. I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna have to do um, because I'm a bit impatient and I didn't wanna go back, I didn't wanna get back to Georgia and not be able to travel. Yeah, so we're excited to go see it and make sure that it's something that we want. If not, this whole search and everything kind of starts all over again. It will. <laughs> it, it absolutely will, which will be, which will be fun. It'll be exciting for you to watch. So um, I really appreciate. We really appreciate you watching the videos, yeah. um, enjoying and liking and commenting and doing all the things that you do. I really, really, really appreciate it. It helps you to tell the rest of the world that maybe. The Adventures 3 is worth watching, so if you could, if you could tell your friends, or just subscribe and hit the like button, that's all you actually have to do. Yeah, and if you have any questions for us, this is kind of like the easiest form of where to ask it, so we can answer those. This is the platform, yeah, that's, that's one reason why we wanted to start the podcast, is to be able to answer questions that pop up, because often the vlogs are several weeks behind, um, and that's one by design. Um, not only to protect us and our family to make sure we don't get some crazy stalker, but also to be able to produce a high quality video, which I like, I like to produce. Yep. Um, so again, if you enjoyed it, please, please like, and subscribe and, uh, we'll talk to you next Friday. Stay adventurous.